What star is that? It's my own secret technique. Citywide gang injunction, police raids, LA Times rolling 60s made the front page. I vowed to never let you ditch and seal my fate. Selling dope with hopes to graduate to real estate. Boy, who is that? Oh, Nipsey Hustle. If it, if it, Nipsey Hustle. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Come on. RIP to a true legend. You know what, man? I know like Nipsey Hustle is hella mainstream right now, and everybody's like, we love Nipsey. And I, support all of it but i want you the real lovers and listeners of hip-hop the streets to know the people to know that all of this hype around nipsey hustle is because we loved him before he was killed we loved him before he was killed we supported him he supported us he inspired us you know what i mean so i'm telling you if you like a a, a younger mc and you're not really where you feel you're supposed to be but you're being sincere and you stand on your grind and everything else don't feel bad. Don't worry. Don't be like, oh, you know what I'm saying? It's not lit for me right now. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You just need to do your thing because he was grinding and rising. I'm sure he he could never have imagined the level of, of icon status that he has right now. But you know what? Neither did Pac. You know what? Neither did Big. You know what? So you've got to just go be as great as you can be. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Nipsey Hussle and, and all those who love him and support his work. You know what I'm saying? Um, and now, thank you for listening to FarsideTV.com. You are locked into the Bishop Chronicles, boy. And as always, I am your host, Adisa, the Bishop. Now, I mean, a.k.a. the Black Dragon of the West Side, a.k.a. Zato Ichi, a.k.a. the South Bay Shogun, 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 a.k.a. the Iron Hook Assassin. It's still real. Don't forget that part, man. Don't let all of this silliness get you choked out, homie. Um, ain't nobody truer than me, homeboys and girls. And if you're just tuning in for the first time, Bishop Chronicles is the world's first podcast dedicated to bringing you West Coast perspectives on hip hop, health, and fitness trends. And ain't nobody out there lacing your cranium with this here vibranium. I sprinkle it on. I sprinkle it on like a decent of bishop. So you can beat out now or you can bow down later because the West Coast OGs, we stay greater. You understand what I'm saying? If this is your first time listening, understand that this may not be the best thing about it, show enough is the West thing. About it, show enough is the West thing. About it, show enough, show enough, show enough, show enough, show enough is the West thing. Yeah, um, it's the West thing, you know what I'm saying? Please do me a favor, you know what I'm asking you to do. Share it with two people, just two people, bro. You can't share with two people, you can't be going, you know, copy, paste, copy, paste to two people. Two people that you really think are gonna rock with what what we what we laying down, player. You know what I'm saying? Um, do that and don't forget to subscribe 
and leave a comment, man. Thank you for your comments on, on iTunes, man. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I really appreciate them joints. Yo, man, feeling what these talking about, you know what I'm saying? Made my day. Boop. That's all I'm talking about. One or two sentences. Ain't nobody asking for an SASA. You see, what is that called? Is that a, a double entendre? What is that? I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, make that happen, Captain. You know what I'm saying? Straight up, you know, lace your boy. What's happening? I thought we was good like that. Um, and now I am going to go straight into the heartbeat props. Heartbeat props are what? Heartbeat props are where we, me, I give love to three people, you know what I'm saying? And I tell you that they're awesome and I tell this person that they're awesome because it's important that you give people props while they're alive, that you don't wait until they're dead and eulogize them, be all up on their Facebook and their IG. Always had love for you, dog. Really had respect for what you was doing. You know what I'm saying? The movement was real, bro. R.I.P. Why do that when you can give them props now? What they right here, bro? Huh? Huh? You ain't going to give nobody props right now, blood? You're going to give some props right now. So the the, the task, the task um, is to simply call three people, talk for five minutes, and tell them something real about why you appreciate them, something specific. And I'll start. Follow at Scotty OTM. S-C-O-T-T-Y-O-T-M for on the mat. All the old school jujitsu players, you know what it is. You know, that's me leaning your forehead. You know what it is. Um, Scotty is my homie from way back. Me, him, and Gumby used to roll and train over at Half Gracie's back in the day. And he just dropped these sick geese for the UFC. Have you seen those UFC geese? All the top dudes is rocking them. T-City was opening his, you know what I'm saying, um, as a commemoration to the Hoist Gracie early tournament UFCs. And Scotty has just been a homie forever. He makes dope geese. He's behind at Lucky Gee. If you don't know, Lucky Geese are one of the best brands, one of the Seriously, like the best looking and the most durable, you know what I'm saying? He innovated a lot of what happens. When you see a lot of these new age gi companies coming out with jujitsu stuff, they're, they're, they're building off his cornerstone. He built that house, you know what I mean? So shout out to, to Scotty, man. I just want to thank you for being a good dude, um, you know, because you're always positive. And one of the traits of a true friend is you might not talk to him for a long time, but when you see him, it's like, it's like, no time has, you know, you don't have to be like, so how have you been? What's up with so-and-so? Oh, for real? Do you like sushi? But brah, you already know what's up, fool, for real, for real. Yeah, yeah. And then last week, yeah, brah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he also heals a lot of people over at Chipsa, uh, which is in Mexico. You should look up Chipsa. They help a lot of jujitsu athletes and a lot of sports people heal stuff. They, they help a lot of cancer patients. You need to look up Chipsa. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to you, Scotty, for being uh, the dude that you've always been. Next, at that David Hopkins. David Hopkins, you know what I'm saying, is somebody who I've been going back and forth with uh, uh, in the DMs and stuff since the early um, um, HHCF days. You know what I'm saying? We've been cool for a long time. He's always been a positive uh, influence on a player. And I know he's been going through it because a lot of the, you know, my heart's to with the people of Texas right now. You know what I'm saying? Texas is pretty crazy right now. Um, and and a lot of the country is, 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 is enduring, man, too much on the heavy weather stuff. And, um, you know, look, I'm not going to get into a whole thing, 
but global warming. Eh? Let's just be honest about it. Eh? Let's just say it's kind of real. And you can see like the way that certain like when Cali gets on fire, right? And the floods hit New Orleans, you know what I'm saying? And now like all the Texas is iced out. It's really bad. It's really bad. So, you know what I'm saying? I want to shout out David Hopkins, let you know that my head and my heart are with you, dog. My heart, my head and my heart are with your family and all the people of Texas. And I do mean all the people of Texas, because even the ones that I want to hit with that elbow sometimes, and I don't really want to hit y'all with elbows, but there's a lot of you know, hard-heartedness. You know what I'm saying? I love the Republic of Texas. You know, every partner that I got that ever went to Texas got hella love. But there's a group of y'all that's tripping. Stop tripping. Be like David. You know what I'm saying? Be like David. David's cool. And uh, I wish all of you the best, regardless of your political persuasion, uh, racial, cultural, religious, uh, whatnot, you know, and I want you well. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, I want you well. Um, beyond that, I want to give a shout out to who next. I think uh, the next one up. Where'd you go? Where did you go? I just saw you. Hold on a second. I was just looking at your uh, I was just looking at you on IG. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Scotty word, 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 word. Um, all right, you know who we're going to go with? Cause now I'm just starting to feel pressure. I'm just starting to feel pressure and I don't want to feel pressure. Um, raw sun seven S O L raw sun number seven S O L at raw sun seven S O L man. This guy is so cool. We never met, you know what I'm saying? We never met. Um, he breaks down a lot of cool things about martial arts, about Asian culture. He's really been one of the people who's been inspiring me in terms of like um, staying about being being motivated. He posts really positive things about black history. He posts really positive things about Chinese culture, martial arts from a sincere space, not like a fanboy space. So I want to give you props, man. I want to give you props. Rasan seven, I mean, SOL. So, you know, uh, thank you for the inspiration that you give me, you know, um, it, it, you know, it's a crazy time and, and, and you can feel lost at times. And sometimes a good word from somebody you don't really know can really change their day. And, and he has posted a lot of stuff that, that has kept me going. So I want to, I want to, uh, conclude the heartbeat props with that. Now, don't forget what is your job? What is your job? Your job is to call three people, talk to them for five minutes. They can be relatives, coworkers, neighbors, you know what I'm saying? But let them know why you appreciate them. You know what I'm saying? Um, and now it is time for the haiku, right? I love haikus. A haiku is a Japanese poem of three lines. Um, you count the syllables out. First or five. The second is seven. The last is five. So it's seven, five, seven. They do not have to rhyme. And I do freestyle haikus. Not, not to say that like I'm going off the dome, but to say that my haikus, um, A, some do rhyme, some don't. But that, you know, uh, most haikus have a season word, um, which lets you know whether it's summer, winter, spring, or fall. You feel me? Um, and they usually deal with nature. Um, some of mine do, some of mine don't, you know. Usually they're supposed to bring you into a state like someone's presence. You know what I'm saying? Like something that they experience. Right. And so, um, Mike, I'm going to need some heavy rainfall on this one. Heavy rainfall. 
If you got incense, grab it. If you got a cup of tea, raise your glass, you heard? Here we go. Warm ginseng green tea with Japanese death poems. Watching London Rain. Ooh, rewind selector. Warm ginseng green tea with Japanese death poems. Watching London Rain. Word. So that particular haiku came from me last week drinking warm ginseng green tea. <laughs> As you've seen, you know, mm -hmm. a sip. <sighs> Reading Japanese death poems. Japanese death poems is a book of haikus that I love. I recommend it to everybody. Uh, you know, because I, I study stoicism and I read a lot of Sufi works by Rumi and Attar that I contemplate death a lot, not from like a negative or morbid place, but like from an authentic time, you know, from an authentic place within within me. Right. Because I almost died in 2018. Y'all already know that story. Um, and it's it's made me kind of work harder within my faith um, to be more at peace. It's part of the samurai code. It's part of the Sufi code. It's part of the stoic code, right? And we're living in a time of a pandemic. Last year, I lost a lot of people that I love. You know what I'm saying? And uh, shout out to Mama Bev. Shout out to uh, my man, Paul Morin. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Jason Slater. You know what I'm saying? And I could keep going, but I'll probably start crying. So I'm going to stop. So if you know somebody that I know that died in last year, don't feel like I'm tripping. I just, it's painful. But this is why I study death. Anyway, um, that's the root of that haiku. Um, and now we are going to move to the chess and life strategy. <sighs> you ain't ready for this part. You ain't ready for that. Are you ready for that? All right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, Mike. So look, chess, right, is a game that was created in India, right? Um, it came out of India, or it was taken from India when the, when, the, when the Arab Muslims went into India, Arab raiders or traders, a little bit of both, let's keep it real, a um, little bit of both. Um, they left with the concept of the zero for mathematics and they left with the chessboards and then they went into africa right and then it goes through africa and then the moors conquer spain right in 700 a.d they cross the uh strait of gibraltar man you see how these just give you this history lesson off the dome son you know what i mean medieval classes in session and then they bring it into Spain, which was ran by the Christians at the time, who were pretty abusive to the Jews of the time. And when the Moors come, they bring all kinds of stuff. They bring mathematics. They bring soap because most of the Europeans at that time only really used fire to purify things. They didn't use soap and water. That's a true fact. And then um, 
They brought perfume. They brought cartography. You know, there was a time when you couldn't even be a doctor in uh, Europe if you couldn't read Arabic because there were no actual, you know, scientifically based healers in Europe uh, in large mass. Okay, so, you know, um, Islamic African medicine came in and the chessboards came and that's when the Jews started playing, the Christians started playing and everything kicks off. Right. Um, The first complete book on chess uh, is written by Muslims. You know what I'm saying? And you can, you know what I'm saying? I'm not speaking, you know, propaganda. I'm, I'm telling you that history that uh, ain't no mystery, boy. You know what I'm saying? Don't make me break down Supreme Mathematics, you bite. Um, what I'm telling you is uh, if you get a book called The Immortal Game by David Shank, you know what I'm saying? Or I don't even know if it's on Audible, Amazon or Audible. Don't be lazy. Because, you know, I always cite my sources, right? Because I don't want you to think I'm talking crazy, right? But my point is, is that whether um, you're like Hindu, Muslim, Christian, Jewish, agnostic, atheist, chess is a, at large, uh, is in large part, is a game of faith. It's a game of faith but not a game of faith where you see the cross on the king's head, all right? Or you see the crescent on the king's head or whatever. Listen to what I'm saying. My concept of faith has several levels. And one of these levels relates to chess. And that is that faith is doing work today with complete purpose and passion, but having no indication that it will open any doors or do you any good in the future or immediate today. Okay, that's what faith is. In fact, my belief is that faith is doing it when actually there's a lot of proof to the contrary, but you do it anyway, right? And so this is what you see when you see Martin Luther King. This is what you see when you see uh, 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 Muhammad Ali say, you know what? Oh, you want me to go fight in Vietnam? I'm not gonna fight in Vietnam. Oh, for real, we are gonna take your belt. You can't fight. Okay, cool. I'll see you in court, Supreme Court boy, and I'm out. Oh, but you can't make money like that. I'm out. In fact, you should read Muhammad Ali's greatest fight. I'm gonna repeat that book because people are like, yo, what's up with the book, son? Muhammad Ali's greatest fight. I don't even remember the author right now, but he was uh, he was uh, Muhammad Ali's photographer. That book starts at the very beginning of when he said he would no longer fight. And then when he ends, when he beats uh, the Supreme Court, you understand a nonviolent Muslim don't act like they don't exist. They've been around since before Muhammad Ali, but you don't know nothing. You try to act like you don't see nothing. And that's why I'm telling you something. You hear me now? What I'm trying to tell you is when you play chess and you're sitting across, you don't you try to make a plan. Sometimes you have a plan, but it doesn't work. And then what you got to do? You got to make up a new plan. You got to make up a better plan. How many times to my chess players have you been getting demolished in the cuts and somehow you figure it out? Somehow you find a way. Somehow you see a way out. And you make that way out and you make it happen and you checkmate your opponent. You know, reference the last class, all right, about check, not checkmate. You heard what I'm talking about? And so, you know, I want you to know that part of the reason why playing chess is important and part of why practicing chess is important is because it helps keep your sense of faith high in yourself, in what your mind can accomplish right? Especially when you're down on material, when you're losing, right? And you figure it out. You need that. 
this planet, this time, your household, my household, your neighborhood, all the hoods, coast to coast, west side, and everywhere worldwide needs more faith. Not necessarily religion, right? I'm a Muslim, Allahu Akbar, you know what it is. But what I'm telling you is, um, I don't need you to be Muslim for me and I don't want you to be, you know what the best religion for you is? The best religion for you is the thing that keeps you from wanting to kill me. Anything that wants you to kill somebody all the time, bad religion. I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. Oh, well, that's not the real Muslim. Oh, you see how I caught that? You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is for real, the best faith for you is the one that doesn't want you to kill me. It's my Islam that taught me and helped me to understand the beauty and power of nonviolence. And I want that for you. And that's what chess gives you. It, it, it cultivates your faith, whether you're Muslim, Christian, Jew, Hindu, atheist, agnostic, it helps you cultivate your faith in you and what you can accomplish. And hopefully in what you believe others can do and accomplish in a good way. All right. Um, so there that is. Um, don't forget to defend your smile. Smiles are what? The fingerprints of the soul. Nobody smiles like you. Right. Nobody smiles like me. Hold up. You see that? Nobody smiles at the stop, bruh. Nobody smiles like me. Even identical twins, when they smile in the same picture, it ain't the same smile because the smile is something beautiful. So I want you to protect your joy. I want you to protect a corner of your heart, a corner of your mind, a corner of your spirit that no one can touch, that no one can harm. Right. When people mess up your day and you see people on the bus, uh, you see your coworker, uh, hella mad. No, bro. Don't let them make you mad, man. You you defend that corner and you keep your smile and you always look a hater in the face. And what do you say? You tell them, understand. If my joy brings you pain. Then you're going to need some Novocaine. You understand what I'm talking about? Hey, um, what I'm trying to tell you is. Don't forget to win the day standing on logic and love. Think for yourself, but act with compassion. And with that, I bid you adieu. I bid you farewell. I say salam alaikum. Peace. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy your week and go be great. Boy, don't you know I got a dope conversation with my man Stick from Dead Prez. It's bigger than, uh, 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 bigger than hip. Hot what? Hip hop, hot what? Come on, man. Hella sick. So we have a great conversation about health and fitness, about martial arts, about hip hop. You know we're talking about hip hop. Man, in fact, you know what? Salute. You know what I'm saying? Prince Marky D of the Fat Boys. He just passed away at 52. That's a year older than me, bro. When I saw the fat boys destroy the Oakland Coliseum stage, one year older than me? Yo, do not sleep on the fat boys. If you don't know the fat boys, originally known as the Disco 3, you need to hear uh, Jailhouse Rap. Watch that video. And you need to listen to Stick'em if you want to see like real hardcore dope raps, man. They got over because they were funny, but them dudes could rock stages. Ironically, in this conversation with Stick, right, 
We talk about how the fat boys' performances influence how Dead Prez performed, right? And we just happened to have this conversation a few days ago. You know what I mean? And Prince Marky D passed away. In fact, I talked to Prince Marky D for real, like 15, 20 years ago on the phone because I used to write for some skateboard mag that don't exist no more. But like, we hooked up through that somehow and he was the coolest dude. You know what I'm saying? And so I want to remind you again, if you're an artist, man, that, you know, you don't know what the impact of your art is going to be. You just do what you do. And they were great. So, you know what I'm saying? Fat Boys wasn't no like some old small time. You think Fat Boys ran it. Ask any OG if the Fat Boys were raw. They were. So, you know, um, my heart goes out to Prince Marky D. My heart goes out to his family and his friends. You know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, the world is never going to forget you. And now into stick, man, into this thing about hip hop, health and fitness, into this thing about fit hop, into this thing. We talk a little bit about, you know, again, th these these black and Asian tensions that are kind of on the rise, not just in the Bay, but they're starting to kind of expand. And I don't like it. I condemn it in any form we find it, but we have some conversations about what's been going on in black America, right? And it's powerful stuff. So I want you to check it. I want you to share it with two people. I want you to go be great, all right? Bishop Chronicles, West Sayai. Peace of the planet Earth, you know what it is, man. Worldwide West Sayai out here, boy, you know what I'm saying? Now, don't <laughs> I tell you that I really kick it with real G's, but y'all act like you don't know me, blood. Y'all act like I don't really rock with the realest, huh? Whoever did it, not just some <laughs> of the guys who did it, not just a few of the people who did it, not just I went to that show. I always go with the realest. You know what I'm saying? Because that's my pedigree player. I want you to welcome one of the coldest revolutionary rappers, a pioneer of so many different angles within hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Stick, boy. Welcome to the Bishop Chronicles. Hello, King. Happy What's up, man? man? How are you, man? Excellent. Giving thanks. Grateful. You know, you 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 do a lot of things and it's actually kind of killing me because there's so much to talk about. First, you know, uh, the last time I saw you, but you didn't see me was in London when you tore it down uh, uh, at an amazing show. That show was sick, bro. Um, yeah, OK, you know, thank you for uh, letting a player in at that event. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I had a good time. It was dope. Um Talk to me about London and the love that they have for you, because it was massive. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, we've been grateful to, to be able to tour around the world for some decades, man. And mm -hmm. London has always been uh, a, a, a familiar spot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, just the different cultures there. Um, you know, a lot of the brothers from the continent, from Africa. And for real, Jamaica, you know what I mean? mean? Somalia, you know what I mean? Nigeria. So, <laughs> so like, uh, my brother's art come first out there. You know, yeah. some some African top-of-the-line tailors. Uh, mm -hmm. um, and just, you know, you know, we've been able to, you know, London, uh, what was it? It's been, it's been a, about a year since we've been on, on the COVID sit-down. So... Wow. Uh, but uh, lock. Uh, what is it called? Lock London. Lockdown. What? No, nah, no. Nah, uh, London. Um, why is it? Why am I forgetting? It's my favorite spot to go in, in London. Um, I don't even know London that well, blood. I'm still learning. Yeah, it's called <laughs> London Lock. Uh, lock. 
it'll come to me. But it's yeah. a it's a whole it's a like a, a little community with um all kind of food vendors and whatnot. You can get the you know the, the veggie food. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Um, um I, I want to say it's called Lockdown, but that don't make no yeah, sense. Yeah, but that ain't it. You know yeah. where I go? Camden Lock. Okay, in, okay, um, word, word. Yeah, in London. So shout out to everybody over there, all the uh, Vietnamese food vendors and all <laughs> You know what I like, man, is Eat of Eden, the vegan oh. spot in Brixton. Mm. It's mm-hmm. vegan Jamaican mm-hmm. food, bro. I mean, yeah. like, my bank account is dented, bro. <laughs> you understand me? Dented. Uh, from all of that, yeah, man. You know what I mean, um, and then you know, I also got to say how much the Bay loves you. You know, the last time I saw you before I came to London, you would come to the Bay to do a show, and you came to Zaytuna College where I was teaching chess and jujitsu. Took a class with with the, with with your boy. That yep. was hella fresh. Can yep. you tell Oof. me? You know, what I'm saying what was your? How did you like the chess and jujitsu class? And what did you think of being at Zaytuna College? Which is for a lot of people that don't know, it is the first accredited Islamic college in North America. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful, man. Shout out to the Bay in general, man, for so much legacy so much we love we love dead prayers though but i you know and we love the bay man you know it's a special place a lot of leadership in our community has come from the bay Mm -hmm. in the past and present Mm -hmm. um is was it's just always another home you know that that we claim but my my visit um with you at Zaytuna was powerful, bro. That was, was so fun, man. It was inspiring. Lot, it was the the campus is amazing. And it? it's nestled in in the mountains. Mountains, bro. It's like going to Wu Tang. You know what I'm saying? No, like, exactly. That's how I felt. Exactly. Good example. There's hella and, trees and deer eating off uh, plants. You know what I'm saying? And and building with the good brother Dawood. Yeah. Um, shout out to Imam Dawood Yassin, man. For yeah. real, from Zaytuna and all the students, faculty, and staff at Zaytuna, man. So. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it, man. I, I enjoyed it, the lesson and, and, you know, getting my stuff handed to me a few times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, we all, we all, you all got to take something to get something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's the path. Yeah. You know, um, you know, one of the things that I try to do on Bishop Chronicles these days is check in with people as fans of the art. You know, I really, one of the things that I appreciate about you is, um, and not a lot of MCs have this, like when you talk about hip hop, I can tell you're a serious fan. You're not just speaking as an artist, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I always try to kind of get into people's life as fans. Now, okay. do you remember like the first hip hop show that you went to or like the best? Tell me like when you were just a fan before you was really doing it. Tell me mm-hmm. about a show that you went to that came to your town. Or that you, tell me about that. I, honestly, I started being an artist before I seen any shows. Wow. You know what I mean? Because my, my older brother, eight years older, mm. uh, put me on the hip hop, you know, specifically mm. he taught me the word. He taught me what hip hop was wow. one day. So, wow. um, but the first show that I, um, that really made me say, I want to go with, with them. You know, I want to go backstage and I want to go keep going, doing what y'all doing was uh, the Fresh Fest. Like, I was just talking to Casual from Hyro about the Fresh Fest. Bro, Break that down. Talk to people because they don't understand. So the Fresh Fest, and and I'm not a, the best of historian, but right. I'm gonna tell you from my little eyes. Right. I saw 
Run DMC and uh, Fat Boys. Yeah, I think Houdini. Houdini was on the card, bro. Maybe Dougie Fresh. It was crazy, I, right? Yeah. But I remember specifically looking, coming from my 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 peanut gallery seats yeah. down into the floor, <sighs> and and I remember looking up at Cool Rotsky mm-hmm. and um, uh, one of the Fat Boys. Yep, yep. And, and uh, Marky D. And I remember them exchanging the ends of each other's, uh, you know what I mean? Versus. Versus, boy. And, and, and the showmanship of that. Was another me, level. It was like seeing Coltrane in live. Yeah. Like, oh, no, no, no. Live. You know Absolutely. I mean? it, it was so orchestrated. Rappers uh, in those days had uh, routines, and that's a lost art in hip hop, oh, is that man. there was stuff that you would hear on a record, but some of the stuff and the way they would perform it was yeah. deliberately different, man. Nah, that is that I is re- so real. I remember when we met years later, we met me and my partner M1, we met Lord Jamar, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh Shout <clears> out you to know, Lord Jamar. Yeah, for sure. Uh big homie. Um one of the things I remember him saying that he liked about us later, you know, like, why did he, you know, give us the time of day? What mm-hmm. did he like about our stuff? And he was like, I like how y'all were when y'all were doing y'all acapellas, y'all completing each other's lines mm-hmm. and going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And when he told me that, I remember thinking, like, I know where I got where, that where from, where I got it from. And I know how it, when you do it right. It it feels a, a certain way, you know what I mean? Ooh, like totally, you know, so totally. Hip hop, man. This is yeah. Cool. It's it's ridiculous. Now, um, a beautiful run. You know, I gotta give you props in this moment because there are two things that you uh, indirectly and then directly got me to do, and one is is go vegan, and the other is run. Um, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying, um, you, I'll tell you right now, you were a factor in my veganism. Riza was a factor. There's a guy named, uh, Daim Shabazz. He runs the chessdrum.net. It's a black chess website, a history of like all the black chess stuff on the planet. He's oh, amazing. Wow. <clears throat> He's actually from Florida. Say that He's again. A, uh, the chessdrum.net. And his name is Daim Shabazz. And yeah. they're celebrating 20 years right now. So shout out to Daim, man. Thank you for carrying the history of black chess on your shoulders, essentially by yourself for real for 20 years, bro. Yeah. Shout out to, you know what I'm saying? He's a professor at Florida A&M in economics. He's an amazing. I can't wait till you guys meet because he's yeah. vegan too. So he, he would talk to me Man, so yeah, y'all are y'all got y'all got to connect up. I'll, I'll connect you for real. Okay. And so, um, you know, all of you uh, had, and there are some others, but you guys are like the main ones that got me to move towards veganism. But really, my veganism came through meditation, right? Because mm-hmm. you also, you know, I I was doing yoga before I did meditation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it really impacted me. So, you know, long story short, you know, when lockdown happened, I couldn't do jujitsu. Right. Because everything shut down. And so I said, oh, man, I guess I'll just start running. And at first I absolutely hated it. I hated it. But I was like, you know, you either run or you get beat up. So run. You know what I mean? Because I was like, how, you know, what I'm saying like, you know, Mm -hmm. so but then I started having amazing personal experiences inside the run, man inside the 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 you know mastering my breathing you know as i go mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know 
where your brain goes and where it doesn't go. You know what I mean? When you are mm-hmm. consistently running. And so I mm-hmm. wanted to thank you for that, you know, on wow. top of your contributions to hip hop in general, that that's been a huge benefit to my life and mm. the state of my health in this day, you know? Yes, yes. So, you know, I wanted Great to thank video. you, but like, can you talk about um, a beautiful run and, and how that came together? Cause I want people to get into it. So I don't know. So a lot of people probably, you know, who just know me from beginning hip hop, or, or if that wouldn't know that, you know, I, I love running. I'm actually a certified long distance running coach. Wow. And, um, and just a student of the, the heritage and the cultural dimensions of running, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, this film that you're talking about, the short film, A Beautiful Run, is a project that came out of my partnership with Lululemon. Mm-hmm. And, and um. Lululemon, uh, they, they asked me to do a performance uh, sometime last year, <clears throat> and I didn't want to do like a virtual performance, right? Mm-hmm. So I just, I feel like, you know, it, it, you know. Sometimes it can be kind of weak. It's hard, yeah, it's hard, to, yeah. it's hard to make compelling. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, and me, I'm not really like the stage hog in the first place. So, you know, it, right. it take a lot for me to feel comfortable to, to, to want to present something. So they kind of gave me some flexibility and they was like, well, what would you like to do? And I have been, um, to be real, you know, Amar Aubrey's uh, death and murder, like, you know. That was, was, that was so jarring, bro. That was... <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was a lot. So especially I'm in Georgia mm-hmm. and, and I found myself on runs, um, you know, looking at the pickup truck now. And just you know, yeah. certain yeah. Uh, in, invading my, my the piece that I use to get psychological from. space. And so, you know, as they, as I was thinking of what what do I feel is relatively meaningful right now, musically, socially, just what's on my heart. Uh, that story was in in in, in my uh, influence. Right. And then, so I I won't give all of the, the 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 things away about what the film is, but yeah, it's inspired by um, this path of running as it relates to who we are, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, and so it's a short. It's dropping February twenty eighth. Uh, depending on when you guys hear this, this will drop next Tuesday. So I think it'll it'll drop right before it. So yeah, that'll be good. Okay, yeah, and um, yeah, beautiful run. It's a, what I call a fit hop film, and it's uh, one of many kinds of films uh, that I'm uh, in production around. Of, That's you know, beautiful, man. Congratulations. Thank you, man. So yeah. I'm just adding on. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, you know, um, before we wrap this up, and this is important to me, man. Um, I don't know how much you know about what's been going on in the Bay, but we've had a very horrible, horrible uh, situation in San Francisco and Oakland. And it's it's like breaking my heart as I look at you because the Bruce Lee shirt is on you, mm. um, where black youth are attacking Chinese and Asian elderly with no provocation, with no reason. And uh, I believe two have died. Um, It's happened in Chinatown in Oakland. It's happened uh, in different parts of San Francisco. And unfortunately it appears to be kind of spreading where, where Asian people are being robbed by young blacks uh, leaving banks. uh, Just, I mean like, and there's no provocation. This is just, random crazy 
it's demonic, bro. Mm. And so two podcasts ago, I did a whole show about this topic by myself where I just kind of talked about things, um, uh, you know, the, 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 the long history of connectivity between, you know, Chinese and black communities and mutual inspiration, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Between Bruce Lee and the Shaw brothers, the hip hop, the dead press, the Wu-Tang, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to ask you, um, you know, in, in this moment, could you give a message to, Black teenagers and young Black adults um, in the Bay, but across the country right now, if you could talk to someone who you knew had a hand in it, what would you say to them right now? Well, firstly, I want to say this. I want to say it's unfortunate when, you know, people of color, uh, our conditions are framed in a way like it's us versus them. I know. First and foremost, however, there are certain circumstances in the concrete world that build that kind of tension, right? Mm -hmm. One is ignorance across Mm -hmm. the board on Mm -hmm. both sides. Mm -hmm. And and two, um, it's a class thing more than it's necessarily a cultural attack or even a racist type of thing, a lot of times it's just whoever is perceived to have and whoever perceived to not have, right? To have right. not target those who they feel like yeah. that, right? So I say that to try to have a kind of full perspective empathy. Yeah, because it's such a deep thing, right? Like, like my heart breaks for the elderly. My heart breaks for the Chinese people and the Asian community in the Bay specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? And I know that something is going really wrong inside young Black America. And I know it's a mix of broken families, broken schools, broken spiritual concepts. You know what I mean? Low, lack of access, low, lack to, of access to resources. And that type of thing is going to create an animal mindset you know what i mean and a reptilian kind of function mm-hmm. that is not okay mm-hmm. and and you know obviously you know i know people like you and you know people like me mm-hmm. but like we got to start figuring out how to make sure this knowledge trickles down so that we can stop it man and i'm just you know i'm not so trying that, to put you on the spot it's just a thing that's happening no, in, in the bay right no, now it's not on the spot at all and i'm happy to speak to it because i feel like maybe my perspective is unique in, in that you have to understand the cause if you want to affect, you know, the, the outcome. Cure. Mm. So uh, making no excuses, but right. just understanding um, as long as people in, in poor communities, poor meaning economically, mm. uh, family poor, mm-hmm. spiritually poor, that, that whole thing, um, and as long as that there's a systemic oppression that produces those kind of results, yep. you're going to see effects like that trickle into other people's uh, cultures and neighborhoods because that's, that's how it's designed to happen. So mm-hmm. what, I would, what I would say um, to the frustration that young brothers are feeling, to, to the, the state of feeling like it's us against the world, because I mm-hmm. understand how it feels like that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's easy to disregard somebody that don't look like you because you feel like that's how you get treated 24-7. Right. 
and you got the corona propaganda on top of the asian community and all these black people that don't necessarily study but just you know what i'm saying so yeah but what what i would say though is is just that um you know the repercussions from these kind of things are real uh and it can it can uh ruin the rest of your life and of something that you do in a short-sighted moment not only does it um push more of a division between our cultures which we really have a great relationship in in our in our at the source of who we are, Asian yeah. and African people. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's a great synergy and um, a great benefit for us to respect each other. But yeah. I know that to say that and ignore the conditioning that makes a young brother choose to do something like this is like kind of just speaking in the It's wind. not fair. Right, right, right. Yeah, like you have to look at it, you know, and that's what I talked about. And I'll yeah. send you the episode, but, you yeah. know, I was saying like, yo, this is a quick discussion, but this is not meant to be a solution. There are, you know, there are layers to the way that white supremacy has educated us about Chinese people and educated Chinese people about us, yeah. right? How, how, how white supremacy has made it deliberate effort to make sure that we are disconnected from ourselves yeah. mentally, physically, spiritually, you know, and, and, and without regard to what the ripple effect of that is, because they're looking at it from a control perspective, but they're not thinking about or even really caring what, you know, well, what could go wrong if we do that? You know what I mean? And this, I think, is some of the warped. Um, or, or what could go right. Right. For them, what could go right. Exactly. Right. Right. For them, you're right. Exactly. It's what could go right. Because now we get to throw them in jail. You feel me? Or, or shoot them or whatever. And we wanted to do that anyway. Right. They were always animals. Right. And so, you know, this is the type of stuff that we got to fight, man. So I want to, you know, really just take this moment, you know, um, before we conclude to to thank you for all of your contributions to hip-hop bro um and 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 you know i remember and now i'm gonna be a fan right now i remember when i got let's get free in the mail from the record label Hmm. and i remember being like god i hope this doesn't suck you know what I mean? Because there were so many, you know, I mean, like, bro, like I'm older than you, bro. I'm 51. You know what I mean? I'm 51, bro. Like I, I my first interview was easy. E. You know what I'm saying? I ran around with Tupac. You know what I'm saying? So I know real MCs from whatever spectrum you want. You want some backpack players, hieroglyphics. You know what I'm saying? You want some, you know what I'm saying? I ran with the realest dudes from the beginning, Hobo Junction, Saphir, all of that. So when I saw the record, I was like, Man, I hope this doesn't suck. <laughs> public Enemy, like it's been such a mm-hmm. long time since I've been moved since PE and KRS mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and Brand Nubian and PRT. You know what I'm saying? It's like I know, I know what it is. You feel me? Yeah. And so I put it on, and I was like, oh, no! <laughs> I was, yeah, we out here. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you, and and what you've done from that, like just to you know stop it there to all the way to Fit Hop, and you know. Later, we end up meeting. We end up being cool. And, you know, you had me on the workout, too, which was just mind blowing. You know what I'm okay. saying? And okay. so I'm I'm grateful, not just for what you've done and inspired in me, but also for, you know, the opportunities to, you know, to to participate in, in the cultivation and the vibe that that Fit Hop brings to the planet. Yeah. So, thank you. Thank you for honoring, you know, the that that vision. You know what I mean? I I definitely wanted, like you said, somebody that really do it. I wanted a, a real uh, teacher, a seafood instructor that knows how to bring the best out of people. 
You know what I mean? And speak to that 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 heart of the uh, of the contender. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so you know, I, I give thanks for that, man. We got more work to do. Yeah, man. Yeah. And the song is called White Belt, if you haven't heard it. And if you don't have the workout, too, you already slipping. So <laughs> cop that, man. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yo, man, um, any final words, anything you're doing? How can people get a hold of you? Um, I'm, well, I'm on the gram, you know, S-T-I-C, S-T-I-C. That's yep. easy to remember. And yep. uh, the, the film, A Beautiful Run, abeautifulrun.com. You can get tickets, get information. Work. And uh, it's dropping February 28th, man. All right, man. Uh, much love and respect. Thank you for checking in with Bishop Chronicles. Thank you for, uh, you know, sharing your wisdom, you know, on so many different beautiful and yet serious subjects. And uh, man, everybody go rock with stick. If you ain't known, you need to be known, you know what I'm saying? And um, man, Bishop Chronicles, Worldwide West, Sayai, you know how we do. God bless, man. Peace. Teacher, what style is that? It, 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 it's my own secret technique. What's it called? Me, over, over, what, 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 what's it called? Adisa and Joko's man. That's right.